Hi, and welcome to Empty Nesting with Juan and Dalila. Hi, everyone. Empty Nesting is about family relationships, rekindling your marriage, and reclaiming your life. This podcast is for motivation, inspiration, and advice for empty nesters and for future empty nesters. And basically for every parent out there, right? That, Correct. That has children. back guys to episode six today's podcast we're going to be sharing some life experiences that we had while going through the process of empty nesting Mm -hmm. so to start us off dalila is going to jump right in and share some of her exciting experiences wow oh my goodness this is a tough one uh how uh this emptiness process felt my goodness with each departure and the things that we did to help us well we're different, of course, you know, moms and dads are very different. We, although our feelings are real, but we cope differently. Um, I know I felt a lot of sadness uh, and there were just times of tears and grief and almost a mourning kind of feeling when my first one left. It seems like when Johnny left, uh, I guess because he was the first one, and um, you know it it's just hits you hard because you know he's your firstborn and there's just so much uncertainty. Uh, I remember feeling a, a heartache like if my heart was broken in two. I remember grieving like if I had lost a loved one and going into his bedroom. You know after he we dropped him off at the airport, we, I went to his bedroom to start cleaning it up for my other son that was gonna take over that bedroom. And I remember going through his things and uh, hugging his pillow and just bawling. I remember crying like a baby, crying like if I had lost a loved one. I remember listening to his music while I cleaned his room and I was there all day. I just could not leave the room. I was cleaning, I was picking up, I was looking at his pictures, I was looking at everything. I, I, I slept with that pillow, <laughs> I don't know any, I slept with it maybe a couple of weeks until I just couldn't smell him anymore. I sniffed up sniffed out all his scent as I literally did it was a weird thing I had never gone through that so there's just really nothing that prepares you for that detachment there's really nothing in the world no book no experience is no one else is is I'm sorry else is no one else's experience I'm sorry I'll try not to, I'll try to you know keep my heart <laughs> strong when I talk about this but um it if, if there's feelings of unfitness like you feel I remember I felt like I was an unfit mom and I remember I had a lot of doubt that I had been a good mom, you know, and I remember telling my husband and telling him all these things that I was feeling and, you know, I really felt like I regretted not spending enough time with him. Uh, maybe I could have done more. I should have stayed home more. I should have not worked so hard and spent more time with him. There was just a lot of negative thoughts and feelings, you know, and nothing could prepare you for this unless you go through it and you realize that you know it's hard is this these feelings you have to go through them it's only going to it's they're temporary you know you know it's gonna pass you know you're gonna be strong you, you know that but the process of just going through it is is very hard aching is it hurts your heart literally hurts it's weird it's like if it's like if your your heart's bleeding too and and nothing um nothing had prepared me for this so being the first child that that left, uh, it was it was just very hard. I just I don't know. With the second one, it was as hard too, mm-hmm. you know. But and even the third one, but it seems like like uh, your heart was stronger. 
you know, and you do things differently. So yeah, definitely. You know, in my case, I I experienced very similar, you know, to Lalila, except I wasn't in his bedroom smelling his <laughs> his scent. But uh, <laughs> man, we have so many memories, and we had built so many uh, memories, you know. Mm-hmm throughout this childhood and throughout all his life he's he had been away from us for you know maybe a month or two like going mm-hmm. to baseball camps stuff mm-hmm. like that uh, but not when he left we knew he was not going to come back yeah and i think I, I think that's what said in <laughs> the most so like i remember driving down the expressway going to work and you know just started like you know he comes into my mind and thinking why did i let him go mm-hmm. why did i encourage him mm-hmm. to go and mm-hmm. Why did I push him off? You know, mm-hmm. um, as as bad as it sounds, I mean that's not, that's how I actually felt. I started mm-hmm. crying and and weeping like no like no end. I mean it was it was something I never experienced myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know we had been talking about our children even before we got married, so you know it was something that that we cherished and mm-hmm. we, we I had a blast doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, then it got you know a little easier with Jacob mm-hmm. and he left and. Uh, of course, we didn't want him to go either. Right. We stalled him for a year, and he he left to Dallas. Yeah, once he left to Dallas, uh, he, we knew he was not going to come back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, you know, the Lord put that in our hearts, and and that's how we felt, and we and we both had agreement on that. Mm-hmm. Like we knew, we we understood that. That's those, those are the things we had already talked about to them that they're going to leave the college, yeah. or they're going to move out someday and get married after yeah. college. You know, so yeah. we we it's easy to talk about it. It's easy to plan and, and let them know how, you know, how things are going to be, what you expect from them and what's best for them. But once you're going through it, it's yeah. like, it's like so it different. It's a whole new ball game. The detachment really hurts. It, you want your child to, to succeed. You want him to go to college. You want him to move out. You want him to, to have a happy life and be independent and all this. Yes, all that is good and it's healthy. It's just dealing with it is, is what hurts. And not only did the parent feel it, but also our kids felt it yeah the brothers felt it his brothers felt it and his sister of course Mm -hmm. joy felt it Mm -hmm. we're going to visit the first time on parents weekend and man just hugging them and holding them tight and Mm -hmm. you know just just enjoying the moment Mm -hmm. because you know it was it it seemed like it had been for such a long time but Mm -hmm. it had only been maybe a couple of months Mm, i think it was a few months because he we lived in june and in september it was a parents yeah so yeah but it felt like a long time it so, felt like a long time and then leaving yeah. them behind when we came back home the same thing the bombing. same thing again like <laughs> oh my goodness so mm-hmm. i guess we kind of grew like a little callous you know after a while mm-hmm. and we saw jacob yeah. go and we went to visit him and you know uh, and we saw him graduate and then and then jonas left and then he came back for a little bit and then mm-hmm. yeah, with he, jonas when we dropped him off in missouri yeah. Yeah, that one hurt too. That one hurt. Yeah, it hurt Mm -hmm. a lot. I remember crying in the airplane on the way back. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't stop crying. And even though I was crying silently, Mm -hmm. I know I was, I was just so hurt. And he was my my third son, you know. And uh, and I just, I I don't know. It's very hard. It's very hard to, you know, not want to cry or not want to miss him or just move on and live your life. But you know, memories just come back. 
and memories are so powerful you know because if you just look at a picture i mean of, of them as an infant or on their high chair or in their walker you can li literally go back to that day and you remember what he was doing you remember a smile and you remember the silly things they were doing so it's so funny how you can see a picture of your child and go back to that day i remember and that's why i guess it's you know you might want to like move on and, and live and yes focus on your other kids and your career and all the things that you have going but those memories are so real that you know they make you break down you know but i think in a way you know in a way it's good that you break down and you realize what you have because when you have them again you you'll 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 cherish cherish those moments and and you take care of the ones that are in the nest now you know the ones that are in the nest at the present time you you seem yeah. to want to you know cherish them more yeah. and value them more totally agree yeah then and joy joy took a little longer to not really longer but she was eight years younger than our youngest son so mm -hmm. it seemed like it was a longer time but mm -hmm. it really wasn't she left you know she actually left mm -hmm. when she got married so um, <laughs> yeah for her with her it was a little different experience you know um i know with a lot uh, different experience with you you were so close to her yes you guys, it's you been know. hard I've, I've missed her i miss her a lot i yeah. miss her you know and i i there's things that we do we used to do here in the house and i i miss her we used to put the music on real loud and 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 you know just worship music and clean the house and we'd just be dancing and and sweeping taking out trash picking up you know uh, or just just picking up our house and fixing it up real nice and just listening to music and then go make something to eat and and sit together and, and it was just fun you know it's just fun to have a daughter it's so different you know they seek you more because you're a girl so you have you can relate more so yeah those those are moments that you know i miss i still miss her i mean she's only been married two months so yeah i know with her we you know she was planning her she got engaged and then she was planning her wedding and then and then COVID hit mm -hmm. and then you know there goes the wedding date and then so we led up to that day a lot, a lot of time. It seemed like, okay, what's going to happen now? Yeah, what's going to happen now? Hurricane and then, hit. And then Hurricane Hannah hit. And then it got flooded. Flooded. The venue got flooded. And then, oh you know, they moved the venue somewhere else. And then we ended up having a really nice wedding. So, yeah, by the time she finally, they finally tied the knot, her and Bobby, it was a time of joy because we had already seen her suffer and put postpone her wedding and have questions are people going to go who's going to go maybe they're not going to go are we going to be able to have a wedding at all should we just go get her in the courthouse i mean there's a lot of questions and you see a, a young bride you know with all these questions and and pain in her heart that you realize that oh my god i want her to have her wedding date i want her to be you know enjoy her wedding so the wedding and the the date to get to the wedding was most like a happy you know, a moment. Yes, I want you to get married because I want you to have your dream fulfilled. You know, yeah. she wanted to honor our home, so that's that's a great privilege. So, yes, I I didn't feel like sad in her wedding because I was so happy she was having her wedding. Yeah. I had seen her suffer so much. And I guess by then, three of three of her other kids already left, so mm -hmm. we kind of grow like a locality. But we do miss her. I still miss her every day. And yeah, probably the one hardest thing I've ever done in my life, mm -hmm. uh, literally, is giving her hand to another man. Mm -hmm. That clearly the hardest experience that I've gone through and emotions and seeing her in a wedding dress and just bawling, you know, it was, it was something so surreal and it was also an awesome moment and uh, she was able to share it with her brothers and with loved ones, close loved ones. So we had, we had a good time, but you know, we missed them all, really painful. It seemed like, you know, you raise them 
you love on them and then you know you let them go and then they hurt you and mm-hmm. you know like oh my goodness but it's, it's, it's a normal cycle it's a normal process guys mm-hmm. you know and we're going to be talking further into like what our culture does and you know more what they do more than you know than empty nesting mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to be sharing that in other episodes yeah, yeah Daila's going to share a little bit more it basically what I did honestly to help me cope with this because I'm, I'm letting y'all know how what happened you know and uh, but I wanted to know how also we we cope with it and uh, it did last long it did I can't say a certain amount of time everybody grieves differently when their child leaves um but I did last for a few months with my first one my second one wasn't as long my third one's less and my, my enjoy well I'm still happy she got married <laughs> you know so it, it it varies you know the feelings are real the pain is real you know we just learn to cope and accept it that they are uh, productive that they are happy with it that was a choice they made and you have to be happy with them what i um the choice i took on was to you know trust god i had to run to him for help because i had no other source i had no other i needed someone with superpower i needed someone with the supernatural power and and that can heal me and help me help me cope with this and help me pull through this and I had to turn to my God. I had no one else. I'm, I'm honestly, you know, just letting you know that I really, I couldn't even go to my husband, you know, and, and because he doesn't have the solution. He'll hug and, and help me and, and that's it. But God heals your heart. And that's different. You know, that's just, uh, that's why when I ran to him, I had to learn to trust him that he knew what he was doing with my children's lives. I mean, he loves my kids more than I could ever love them. So that's why I turned to him and I give them up to him. So I will remember things like, you know, when I regretted, you know, letting my kids go. I remember telling God, you know, how could you raise, how could a mom raise a child and just to let him go, just to let them go into this world that doesn't love them and doesn't, it's not going to take care of them. You know, so yes, I had to learn to trust God and I had to learn to accept the change. And little by little, the pain, you know, diminished. Yes, because I might trust was not put on, on God to help me and to help them now be productive and be responsible, independent people. Yeah, but yes, and we did get busy. We got busy with the other kids. We got busy yeah. with our, our careers, our friends. We get busy with, you know, hobbies and workout. And remember, we work, work out more. Yeah. And we got busy, with, you know, with we tried to be more busy with, with our marriage. But that was hard, too, because we still had the kids to, to yeah. raise. So our marriage was still not, like, as strong as we wanted yet because mm-hmm. we're so busy with other stuff. Yeah, we're still mm-hmm. so busy. Yeah, so um, that's all I got, guys. So, you know, I just want to encourage y'all. Yeah. that are about to go through this you can do it mm-hmm. you know there's there's hope mm-hmm. there's comfort god yes. brings comfort to all our feelings mm-hmm. and gives us the confidence that are, once they go they're going to be fine and you know and just pray on them and mm-hmm. encourage them and uplift them and, and they do come back they do come back to visit <laughs> yes. and, and then, but they get to leave so yeah they that's leave. Cool. but you learn you learn yeah. to realize and uh, to realize to uh, accept that, that yeah. they're, they're okay they're in a better place because yeah. that's what basically they they chose mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so that's all I got again. And, yes, and, just nurture, and, nurture your kids, nurture them for to brave the flight because it right. is a tough. Yeah, one. and uh, life is short, so enjoy it. Be blessed. Call your kids, mm-hmm. or if they live with you, go give them a hug. <laughs> and uh, love on them. Love on them, yes, mm-hmm. for sure. So see you guys later. Nesting with Juan and Darila is a bi-weekly podcast where we share our experiences, interesting stories, parenting skills, and family dynamics. Our email address is emptynestersjuan.dalila86 at gmail.com. 
Our Instagram handle is at Perez underscore empty underscore nesters. Our Facebook page is Empty Nesting with Juan and Dalila. And you can find us on Twitter under Empty Nesting with Juan and Dalila at Empty Juan. Thank you.